Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. And if you're IFS, you're getting us on Thursday evening. Um, so there you are. I've just um, I've just finished recording an episode of a new podcast, which I've been asked to appear on. It's called Grilled Cheese Media. Oh. And it's hosted by Lenny Delaney. Lenny Delaney. Okay. <laughs> Lenny Delaney has set up his own Substack, right? He already had one, the Bear Tent, which some listeners will be aware of. Earth Tournament, yeah. which we don't talk about as much anymore on the show, but it's still a thing. It's actually going on in <clears throat> Scotland at the moment. This year's really? one. Are we We're, not allowed the, the rights to it on yeah, Top Flight we, Time Machine? Yeah, we lost the rights to it um, because he basically, he, he basically launched his, effectively his own channel. Right, so, so he could exploit his own intellectual property, and that was quite Fair smart. Enough. He got a few subscribers, uh, quite a lot actually. Um, it was completely free. He put it on Substack, and he just keeps people up to date on goings on in the Leniverse. And at the moment, it actually is Earth Tournament, right. which is happening in Scotland. There's been quite a number of entertaining episodes, or, or uh, no, there's only been one episode, but uh, quite a lot of entertaining um, incidents in this. Um, and so that's good. But then he's, he's decided the other day, he came in from school, he said, I've decided it's time for me to do a podcast set in the real world. Just a Blimey. podcast about my life, my interests, my passions. And yeah. I said, all right. And he went, it's going to be called Grilled Cheese Media. I said, all right, I mate, whatever. I know better than to question or to get into any creative debate with him. Um, is, is Grilled Cheese something that he's particularly fond of? He's really fond of it. And he's... Mine and his probably favourite song is Grilled Cheese, If You Please, as sung by Elmer Fudd on a loony... If you Google... I think I've told you about it before. Just look it up, right? Grilled Cheese, Elmer Fudd on Looney Tunes. Um, it was when they, they brought... they You know, it was a modern version of Looney Tunes and they had these yeah. songs and it was so funny that Len in the school talent show in like year five or six... Him and his mate, he yeah. dressed up as Elmer Fudd and sung it in front of the whole school. While, right. while, get this, his best mate Max dressed up, <laughs> right, as a grilled cheese, right? He actually got a grill, a costume. He found it online on Amazon or something, a costume yeah. of a grilled cheese. And it was one of the funniest but also strangest things I'd ever seen. Is my son dressed as Elmer Fudd singing this love song to grilled cheese while his best wow. mate is dressed as a grilled cheese sandwich just dancing around him in front of the whole fucking school and all the parents. <laughs> and the gutting thing was he only came second. This is like no, the school. He came, he came second. He lost out. And I said, mate, it was all I knew you were going to come. You weren't going to win it. 
because the whole school, the teachers, everyone was falling about laughing, laughing, right? It was fucking funny. Um, but then someone in another year gets up, some girl, and she sits at the piano mm. and the teacher announces that she's going to play her own composition. And as soon as right. I heard those words, own composition, I didn't even, yeah. I, I more or less just got up and left. See ya. I'm going. Yeah. Stop I'm, taking bets. She, she's yeah. one. She's one, mm-hmm. and I'm not sticking around to watch my son come second. No point. Mm-hmm. I did stick oh, around. On, Needless yeah. to yeah. say, she won. Fine. You know, at the end of the day, I suppose if you're really objective, ru- composing your own piano piece and then performing it is probably takes more effort, I guess, and skill. I, I'm not sure it does. It's a creative okay. endeavour. You know, composing a song, coming up with a little melody is fairly mm-hmm. easy, I think. But going it, to the it, lengths of dressing up. Yeah. He, he, had, it was brilliant. he did have a bald week, mate. He had a bald week. Exactly. To be on the it's all a creative endeavour, isn't it? At the end of the day, dressing yeah, up and I dancing suppose around. So. I suppose Versus so. writing your own freaking song. Anyway, I knew she'd win, but, you know, good luck to her. He came second, but I suppose that's why grilled cheese means a lot to him. But I tell you what, mate, he it's said... I said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to it, right? Because he's not someone who takes creative advice or input very well or easily it usually starts an argument so i know better i just go okay you get mm-hmm. on with it call it what you want do what you want he's very technically literate better than i am put it that way uh and he so he said it all up himself and he says you can be co-host i was like oh oh thank you i'm honored yeah but i'm co-host on the bear tent as well but he gives yeah. he doesn't call me dad or sam on that he calls me boring john that's his nickname yeah. that he's made up for me, which is quite insulting, right? Um, but he said, you can be co-host on this one. And I said, well, I'll still be called Boring John. He said, no, I will refer to you either as Sam what? Delaney or dad. So I said, okay, I'll do oh. it. I thought it was fair. But we just recorded it, mate. And two things. One is fucking hell, working with talent. I mean, I've worked with some big egos. I've worked with some big names. <laughs> big have. names and big egos, right? But this guy, pretty difficult. Uh, on oh. air, not so bad. I think we've got a pretty decent chemistry. But off air, whoo, during the editing process, fuck me. Uh, very difficult. Very difficult. Well, put it this way, it was harder than working with Jerry Springer, right? Oh, is he not doing the editing himself then? He is. He is? He is. But he, he insists, which I think is great, because on the Bear Tent, I used to edit it, right? So he's learned to edit himself. Great. He's done the music, everything. Very proud of him for that. But he's still, I'm kind of sitting there to troubleshoot in case he hits a problem. If he does hit a problem, there is an Elton John style. Oh, well, that's it. Let's just forget the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Throw it out. Throw it out. I don't want to publish it. It's shit. Right. Um, oh, fucking hell. So that's why I was a couple of minutes late after you texted me because I was involved in that process. The episode is good, but here's the here's the big thing. This is even bigger. So I've done it. I've put half an hour aside. He finished school early today, right? And so I've, I've cleared my diary because he said he wanted to record this. I said, fine. So we've been sitting here doing it. He's given me a bit of shit. I've taken it on the chin because I'm trying mm. to encourage his endeavours. You, well, you you know this anyway. You know, it's like you, you, you did it with your lad, a very successful and, and brilliant podcast, right? Yeah. Um... So you you know that there the were similar issues, yeah. At fo- times, yeah. Follow it. We're following very much in the Dawson family <clears throat> footsteps, and um, standing on the shoulders of giants, you might say. I'll take that. Right, and he uh, 
But here's the thing that your lad never did. He's revealed. <laughs> you're going to love this. <laughs> it's on Substack. It's behind the paywall, mate. It's £3.50 a month. Now I've seen the email. I've had, now, a, I've had an email through yesterday. Now, yeah. fine. Right, fine. I admire his enterprise. And let's well, be you're honest. You were not involved in that decision then? I was not involved in that decision. <laughs> not consulted. Right. And that's... That, look. I don't mind. It's like, you know, pay people for their, you know, but, you know, he's young, but he's putting effort into it. Pay him. Fine. And I admire his entrepreneurialism. I'm a bit put out that he, when he hired me as his co-host with the arrangement that there would be no payment. Of course. That I found out that he, he in fact, is lying in his pockets. He's taking the entire 100% of all the takings. Yeah. Yeah. And he's using your equipment, I guess. It's strong Roy Race vibes. He's also insisted, he did it in the episode, he was very angry, and you will hear this on air if you listen to the episode. He's very angry. (laughs) If you can afford it. If you can afford it, cost of living crisis, that I was sitting on the nice podcasting chair, and he was on the slightly less salubrious chair and he's insisted that going forward because he is the main host he will have the better <laughs> chair and i'm like mate i'm not getting paid for this and he's like shameless <laughs> about it he was shameless he went no you're not no you're Fuck not but this is my idea is <clears throat> is my idea is my format it's my title i'm editing it i'm producing it all you have to do is sit there and say the odd thing once in a while he said right. you're not getting paid so that's been my afternoon, and overall, uh, I'm happy to do it. But uh, oh, sorry, I'm having a few technical problems of my own now. Overall, yeah. I'm happy to do it, but it was, it was a shock. It was a shock. So, grilled cheese media. Then is that the name of the podcast? Yeah, grilled cheese media. And oh, is the entire thing behind a peer wall? Is there no yeah. free to wear? You can listen to episode view. one for free, which you put <laughs> you up a couple it. of days ago. Which is a short episode, <laughs> just gives you a taster. But if you want to right. carry on from there, £3.50 a month. Well, I don't know. Best of luck to him, first of all. It's good yeah. to hear that he's he's so proactive, but I'm not sure that that is a business model that will catch on. I think you it's... need... I've told him you need to put free episodes out as a marketing loss leader, like we I think do. so, yeah. yeah. He feels he, yeah. I don't feel he has anything... He doesn't feel as if he has anything to learn from Top Flight Time Machine, I don't think. <laughs> He thinks we're yesterday's news. Um, we're up, we're old <laughs> men, and he's finding he's very much like Elon Musk was when he moved in on Twitter. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'll so do much it my more, way. Yeah. Uh, much more aggressively commercial. Let's say you can mm. play, you can pay for that blue tick, or you can fuck off. Mm. Very those sorts of vibes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Room, I'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll certainly listen to the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I might even yeah. fork out and, and give it a month. You give it a month, mate. I, see how I it mean, goes. I did. I do think it's good. I mean, he does have good ideas, and um, he's uh, you know, there's a lot of. And if you like hearing me having the piss ripped out of me in a merciless and sometimes cruel way, then it, that's you, appealing. If yeah. that's worth three pound fifty to you or anyone, then get involved. <laughs> well, that's what eighty pence a week. That yeah. feels. Yeah, that feels. Yeah, maybe. I'll certainly give it a go. He also the it. other the other appeal from Top Light Times. So I'm not trying to make this an ad for his thing. I don't fucking care. Apart from if he does start earning a lot out of it, then I will personally cut his pocket money because I'll be like, well, you're earning. I'm not going to keep giving you the same amount of pocket money when you're earning. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. so it could benefit me in that way. But um, you'll get your pound of flesh one way or another. He's he's of course got his own take 
on certain characters in my sphere that he is aware that I talk about on the podcast, but he has his own opinions. So, for instance... I'm I'm just going to charge my headphones while we're talking. Just carry on. He has, um, in this episode, this first paywall episode that he's just put out, which is episode two, he does have um, an extremely strong... Rod McDonald anecdote that he came oh. out of nowhere with that I didn't even know was coming. I didn't know he was going to bring up Rod and um, he did and he told a really funny story about Rod or observation about him and also because he's constantly trolling me in every way he can in a way, in some ways only a son can or a daughter. Do you know what I mean? They just know better better than a sibling they know your weak spots, don't they? Yeah. And uh he he insisted throughout the pod of referring to Rod McDonald as my stepdad. <laughs> Cuz he knows that really <laughs> angers me. And I was going, he's not my stepdad. He went, well, from a legal perspective he is. So <laughs> So that's quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's grilled cheese media. grilledcheesemedia.substack.com so so he's also got Rod McDonald anecdotes in the in the locker. Kind he's, of thing. he's chucked a Rod McDonald in there it, only because it came wow. up naturally. I don't think he's. I don't think that's going to. It wasn't like part of his plan. But all I'll say is the subject of barrels came up. I can't even remember oh. why or chairs. And he he brought up something to do with a chair that Rod had made, <laughs> which was oh, very God, funny. That, is this behind the paywall? It's behind the paywall. I'm subscribing now. As soon as <laughs> yeah. this episode's over, <laughs> I need to hear this. <laughs> it's uh, Rod, Rod is actually—I don't know if I've mentioned this, but Rod actually is, and this story will give you more insight to it. Rod is a bona fide scavenger. He's a scavenger. <laughs> he is. He scavenges things from I the like riverbank and then he turns them into things in his home, and uh, it's sort of like a hobby of his. But actually, I must admit, I—I I grudgingly admire him for it. Because obviously it's like, it's fun, isn't it? You've just reminded me there was a great documentary about a bloke who used to uh, scavenge roadkill and it was on BBC Two. And what did he do with it? A few years ago. Did he eat Cook it? Cook and eat it. Yeah. Natter. Fuck, I wonder if it's appeared on, I wonder if it's appeared on the YouTube yet. don't think it has. Worth a look though if it does. Uh, I remember, all right, I, yeah. I remember Chris Ryan, my best friend, uh, SAS legend Chris Ryan, telling me that he once had to do urban survival training where they just made him go wild, but in the UK for right. like a week, you know, sort of being chased. But it was, you know, this was before all this sort of shit was done just for the benefit of reality shows. This was real training, military training. They said, "We're going to make you. You got no, you got nothing. No phone. No money. No nothing." And uh, you've just got to, we're going to hunt you and you've got to try and avoid us in an urban environment. And we're not going to go and do it abroad. We're just going to do it in the UK. And so I it's said, a large scale version of Duncan Norvell's Chase Me, Chase Me. Chase Me, me Chase Me. <laughs> and I said, what was that like? And the only detail I can remember him telling me was, I think the only detail he said was, he goes, well, put it this way. I found a bit of fishing um, fishing wire and I used it to capture, a, capture kill and eat a seagull in a dump. <laughs> In a dump. <clears throat> so he went to hide out in a dump, which, thinking about it, quite a good idea. If you ever have to find yourself hiding out, try it. Mm. Head for the local dump. You know the lads because down at your one quite well. there's all kinds of things you could, you could scavenge exactly. and use and deploy. And he went yeah, down there, 
Hello, Genius. mate. Um, have you got a, a fishing wire section or just a section for dis- discarded fishing equipment be, generally? Uh, also, I'll be needing a hiding section if you have one. <laughs> yeah, it's just over there, mate. Lucky for you, they're both next to each <laughs> other. Right? So he just got it and he must have attached something to the end and he swung it round his head. This bit I'm embellishing. I'm, I don't know this is what he did, but I imagine that he did that thing of like swinging it around his head a few times and then lobbing it into the air plucking a seagull out of the sky, uh, gutting it, cooking it, eating yeah. it. Brilliant. Good story. It's it's reminded me a little bit of Bear Grylls, who this week has revealed that he used to be vegan. Yeah. He even wrote a vegan cookbook, and now yeah. his diet yeah. is heavy on red meat and no vegetables at all, and he's bang into it. Again, I feel and, this um, is strong Roy Race slash Sir John Fanny Powder approach to uh, and like sort of personal and entrepreneurialism. It's like, yeah, I went for a vegan phase because it got trendy. I even did a book, but um, I feel stupid now to be honest because mostly all I eat is sausages. <laughs> I've seen which way the winds go, and this vegan thing's not going to last. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah, I've been catching seagulls. I've been getting some tips from me, mate, Chris Ryan. It's like uh, a it's yeah, like a band saying like oh yeah we went through a fucking jazz phase we went for a jazz funk phase just one album do you know what I mean but then we realised it wasn't going to last it's like you know the, <laughs> it's like the Stones had their disco <laughs> era didn't they for about two songs it's 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 this thing though there's a lot of it about I think especially on social media which is like middle aged men who are banging a red meat diets oh, and you just God. think. Fucking red red flag more like yeah it's yeah exactly know. it's really pathetic there's a Try, guy called I, I, well, it's really too hard. it's really andrew tate as well and it's sort of like yeah. there's a guy, it's a guy called the liver man and he just eats liver right, on youtube yeah. and everyone's discussed him before and you yeah. sort of think, what's happened to a generation of blokes that they get fucking they get excited and impressed by these fucking ridiculous morons and they think that being tough is about you know eating a lot of red meat. Half of them are fucking nerdy virgins who are watching these YouTube channels anyway. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, and I will tell you now, listeners, if any of you are out there and you think you're red meat monsters, liver man and all of that, fine. Come and meet me. I've been vegetarian for four years, right? Mm. Me and you, right? I'll eat a fucking bit of tofu. You can have a steak. Me and you on the cobbles, in your town or mine. One yeah. punch each. I go first. Let's see who ends up standing. And you'll have your stony on. I'll come with no my stony. I'll come no with my stony, and and I'll be armed only with a, a block of firm tofu, which I will not yeah. eat with. I will eat it before punching you'll consume. you. Consume. Yeah, you'll consume in one go. You will squeeze it out of your fist, and it will go up, arc through the sky, and into your mouth like Popeye like with his Popeye spinach with when it came spinach. out of the can. Yeah. And then, then it'll begin. And I yeah, mean, Bear I'll Grylls, take a, of course, any meat eater. Bear Grylls, of course, once famously said that he doesn't call his alarm clock an alarm clock; he calls it an opportunity clock. Fuck me. And I think there you go. It's it's all there, isn't it? Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. If you want to see Bear Grylls eating something, the best thing you can do is watch him fucking eating honey out of a bee's ass on YouTube because it's one of the funniest <laughs> clips ever fucking put on the internet. Out of a bee's ass. Well, he, get, it he gets a bee and he goes, yeah, right, this is really delicious uh, honey. You can get it straight from the bee. Uh, watch this. It's, it's really tasty and it's good for you too. And if you find yourself in a situation where you have to survive in the wild for a few days, I can't recommend this for energy quite enough. And you're like, you prick. And he got this bee and he fucking starts sucking honey sucking out of it. And he goes, mmm, that's really good. And then there's a time lapse, right? And his whole fucking face has gone up like a balloon. His eyes have completely <laughs> sealed shut, right? His lips have gone out like a fucking big fish lips. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think I've had a bit of reaction to the bee. <laughs> and he's totally fucked. It's so funny. It's so funny. Look it up. He mentions honey in this thing as well. In fucking obsessed with this stuff. Diet. I mean, that's, that, that sucking it out of, a, out of a bee's ass. that's really one link, one step away from bestiality fucking for my right. money. Fucking right. He says, um, there's lots of uh, lots of raw dairy, as much fruit as I can, good quality honey. I don't have much <laughs> bread and pasta. I try to avoid processed food that's full of damaging seed oils. <laughs> and he says, I also supplement with ancestral supplements. Check them out. That's because the He's truth is we need more organs than just liver. We should be eating pancreas and heart and all that sort of stuff. Like Testicles, fuck. all of that. Testicles, Sam. He's full of shit. What the fuck does it... Who the fuck... I mean, this cunt <clears throat> fucking bear grills. And by the way, all this... I was in the SAS stuff. Fine. Fine, bear grills. You eat your testicles. I'll meet you on the cobbles too. I don't fucking care. Right? He's in the SAS, but he's still it. a soft posh boy. Right? Um, I, I, he, all the, You don't need to eat fucking organs. He was in the SAS. He's not a fucking qualified nutritionist, right? He doesn't know what the fuck he's on about, and he's probably on the payroll of this vitamin company, and that's why he's doing these interviews. As always, Sam, follow the money. Follow, follow the, money. the money. That's what we say. Um, FTM. T-shirts coming soon. Money. Well, we <laughs> say that up here. We say fuck the mugs. 
Oh yeah, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> but then they also say fuck the Macam. So it, it's the God, FGM is confusing. It can stand FGM's for so many things. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, oh there's God. no follow the money about it. <laughs> uh, he says his health tanked due to his veganism, and that he was unable to do 25 pull-ups. Well, that's bollocks. Oh. You should you should watch on on Netflix. What's it called? Meet the Superhumans. Whole fucking documentary <clears throat> about these like CrossFit champions, strength champions who only eat plant based diets, and um, and it's proved scientifically in this documentary how it actually yeah. increases your sporting performance and strength. And they, so, they can do twenty six pull ups. He hasn't he hasn't been watching Minimum. that, or he weren't eating the right thing. He gave up meat and dairy, and maybe he just had fucking ice pops and jelly babies. He says, um, I, I don't have a lot of vegetables. I always think if you're in nature, you're a broccoli growing in the ground, how do you defend yourself? You haven't got claws. You have all these things that don't want you to eat it. Defence chemicals. That doesn't make any sense. He is, this, he's, he's gone he's bananas. He's he's gone, gone Ike. Banana. He's gone David Ike. He, he's on acid. It's like he's on acid. It's like that time when Ben Fogel got some acid by mistake and he tried to climb inside a bag. And post himself. And and he thought his kid was a grain of rice. He t- the cunt tried to mail himself, mate, in a fucking <sighs> post box. That, and, and at the moment, Grill sounds like he's one step away from doing the same. And to be Grills honest, I'd encourage him to do it if he's going to keep talking this shit. Post yourself up and fucking post yourself somewhere else, mate, to Timbuktu. I mean, all this, this survivalist stuff. Ugh. You know, I've got a hammock in my garden. Yeah. Right? And I like to lie in it when the weather's nice and I like to read a book. Mm. To me, that's surviving. Yeah. That's the that's that's as much surviving as I need. Yeah. To be comfortable and, and, and feel good about myself. I don't need to be going out sucking honey out of bees' arses in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Or drinking me on piss and all that kind of thing. Also or like eating testicles. Obsessing about being prepared for a world that doesn't exist and hasn't existed for like a million years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And using that as evidence that you're a better man than the next one. It's like, well, you guys are okay living now in the 21st century, but could you have survived in the wilderness in caveman times? And you're like, well, no, I couldn't, but I don't, a caveman couldn't fucking survive now. Maybe I could, but it it doesn't matter because you don't have to. Well, be careful because you might have to. When? Why? Shut up. Don't be silly. Do you, yeah. Maybe they always think that there's going to be some kind of Armageddon coming. A bit they're like the racing this week's Melchester Odyssey on it. the IFS. And I tell you, yeah, when yeah. it does happen, yeah. when it does happen, they'll be crying. Bear Grylls will be the first to be fucking crying for his mummy. Well, he might not. He might survive. But then what kind of a world is he going to fucking survive into? Yeah. You know, I'll be praying for death when the bomb drops. Me too. Take me now. I'll be out there in the street with my arms outstretched like in the Shawshank Redemption when yeah. the rain's coming down. I'll be like that. Take me now, mate. Yeah, Take yeah. me now, Putin, slash Kim yeah. Jong-un, whichever it is of you that fires on us first. Yeah, I've had a good run. Bring it I've fucking on. I've got living doing podcasts. I'm happy Br- to die now. Bring it on, cunts. Bring me, like, the sweet fucking frosty embrace of the Reaper. I'm ready for it. And the endless yeah. sleep. The endless, endless sleep. Lovely Absolutely. stuff. And with no opportunity... No opportunity clock waking you up at the end of it either. <laughs> Fucking opportunity clock. <laughs> Fuck me. It's been Richard O'Sullivan's birthday this week. Saw that. Yeah, it's nice, isn't um, it? George Layton is great pal. Um, 
has been into the uh, the home in Twickenham. Oh, yeah. And there's a the photograph of them that he's tweeted with a pair of them raising a small glass of what looks like um, flat lager <laughs> to the yeah. camera. Should we have a but flat Richard's lager well. to celebrate? Richard's looking well. He's got his so, you know, he's only in his seventies. For some yeah. reason, I assumed he was older than that because he was in the home and everything. But he's like, look, fuck this. I'm going. Yeah. Str- I've been paying my money into the um, what do you call it? The entertainment fund, whatever they're the called. The pension fund, whatever it is. I've been doing the Variety Club, that's it. I've been paying my due, my subs to the Variety Club for fucking decades, and it's time for me to get in that rig in Twickenham. Earliest chance I can well, get, I'll be in there. Yeah. I mean, he'd had a massive stroke, I think, a few years ago, which is okay. why he's in there. He needs to be tended to and cared mm. for. But he's looking well. He's looking good. I'm, I don't, I'm not seeing a comebacks on the, on, on the horizon, but, you know, you never know. Well, that's nice to see. Yeah. Friend of the show. Person of high interest. High interest. Well, I did, uh, I don't know if the listeners know this or not, but I did, of course, approach the home. Yes. About about a year ago. A year ago, I think, yeah. I felt I'd made some progress. I had a long chat with their head of communications and he seemed Mm -hmm. very keen. And uh, I felt that something was going to happen. But unfortunately... He never got back to me. I can only assume what happened was he decided to listen to an episode of He'll this listen podcast. to some podcasts, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and thought, nah, and then immediately, we don't. This is Perhaps not the... Perhaps not. Yeah. Perhaps not. No, no. Uh, yeah, fair enough. He's only doing his job. He was probably right. Never mind. He was probably Never right. Um, I was reading a thing the other day on which uh, website. Oh, do yeah. You, do you trust and believe in which? I, I love it. But I, I don't think I subscribe, so I only get access to a certain amount of content. Yeah. You, are well, you a subscriber? I, don't know if this was behind the, I have a subscription, yes. I mean, it, was, it is it, good. It, it's it was, reliable, it was, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this one that came out the other day, a survey the UK's best and worst seaside towns. Over 100 UK oh. seaside towns and villages. I tell you uh, what. Number sh- one. If Shanklin's not yeah. number one, then I'm going to wreck the place. Sam Shanklin is very much not number one. Fuck! Num- number, one number one is Bamburgh in Northumberland, which okay. I will uh, I can vouch for mm. as a wonderful place to visit. Yeah. It's beautiful. I have been to a seaside town in Northumberland. I can't remember if it was that one. Might have been Bamburgh, maybe Sea Houses, which is nearby as well. I went there with I went there Amble. for fish and I went there for fish and chips with the Asbo Queen of Britain. I told right. you about her before. She's Asbo Queen of Britain. She had so many Asbos that in the end she wasn't allowed to step foot in New. She was from Newcastle, Newcastle yeah. City Centre. She had a full fucking long term ban from being anywhere near the centre of town. Right. So she'd had to move out to Northumberland, and I went out yeah. for a seaside. Um, seaside fish and chip lunch with her mm. uh, and at this most beautiful seaside town with incredible bre- like sort of sandstone cliffs Does, that doesn't narrow it down so they probably all got that right they've all got kind of bit of that going on yeah was there a castle in the distance I can't remember but That'd she was a great castle laugh if there was and I was like well, I think that's you- what happens with all the Asbos they all, they all get out into the countryside and then I'll trashing the countryside now yeah because I said so what do you do now she went well I've got mates around here and I um Every night we just Fuck watch all- things up round here. No, she just said we just stay in and we watch all the soaps. I love them. She went. The best oh, thing is, nice. she said we get a bottle of Lambrini, and I go, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm quite sophisticated. What is that? And she went, oh, <laughs> she says, oh, no, it's canny wine. 
And I said, right, <laughs> oh, that's nice. And she went, we get a, a few bottles of Lambrini and we all get round someone's house and we watch every soap. We watch it's, the Aussie it's, ones. It's fizzy. Oh, oh, uh, I see. Yes, I'm, I've, I've heard of that, yes. Uh, bubbly. <laughs> the bubbles hurt my soft southern tongue, you see. Unless <laughs> <laughs> it's champagne, of course. Uh, yes, yeah, the, the bubbles are very light. And... Um, so it was great. It was a good laugh. And on the way back, we gave her a lift back to hers. And I stopped. I said, yeah, pull over here a sec. Where we had to the geezer who was driving the car. Fucking ran in. Got a one of them jumbo bottles of Lambrini, didn't I? Out oh, of my own pocket. I didn't even expense it. Because that's the kind yeah. of guy I am. I don't know where lovely she's stuff. now. I might look her up later. She might be a regular listener. Who knows? Yeah. But ba- Bambro is number one. 88% customer score. Um and Shanklin seventy mm. sixth. Um, right. I tell you what, I said at the beginning of this, you tricked me into saying I trusted Witch before revealing something that you know would anger me. Right. <laughs> yes, and it did. I, I it have did. on many occasions considered doing a paid subscription to Witch, because whenever you're investing in something new it's the most I use I, until today I thought it was the most reliable source but this alone it means that I will will never give them a penny because that just simply cannot fucking have any credibility whatsoever 60 68% Shanklin um, mind you Scarborough's there on 68% as well but I haven't been to Scarborough for a long time so I don't know there's a lot of places above what second I mean, and third Seahouses is on 69%. That's like 72nd. Um, second and third, we've got Dartmouth mm. in Devon. That's in Devon, yeah. Uh, and then there's Port Stewart uh, in County London, Derry, Stroke Derry. Port Meeran, which is where they had the Prisoner series. I've been there. And I went there last year. That is thing. sensational. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a seaside thing. I just thought that was a fucking yeah, model village. Uh, the beaches there are amazing, but I would say it's not doesn't really count as a resort because it's the whole sort of weird village thing, right? That you pay to get into, mm. and then you can walk down to a beach. But it's not you won't get resort things like you get Shanklin. Andy, I've told you well, this before, right? The Mingella family, which is the family of the director Anthony Mingella, but long before yes. he was famous for making films, the Mingella ice cream family are based in the Isle of Wight. Mingella ice cream is the the greatest ice cream you can taste, right? Mm-hmm. And down on Shanklin Beach, you go up to the main ice cream place and it's the uh, it's the place where a single is a double and a double's a quadruple. See what I'm saying, mate? If you ask for a yeah, single yeah. scoop, they'll just give you two, a standard. But yeah. if you ask for two flavours, for instance, you might go, I'll have salted caramel and, I don't know, you know, they'll have something like, they have like, for instance, birthday cake flavour. I'm just giving you that, yeah. just give you a fucking idea of what's going on down there, right? And yeah. um, you will have four scoops balancing on your cone. Two of each mm. flavour. Like are you telling me that Bambra can compete with that? Because I doubt it. Well, we've got we've got a fa- an ice cream family in this part of the world called the Minchellas. Which is Mingella, but just with a, the G replaced with a C. Oh, I, I reckon it's the same mob. They've just changed it for the it northeast. Is. I wonder if it is. That's got me thinking now because mm. they do a great fish and chip shop as well. Oh, okay. At Seaburn, you know, on Sunderland's coast. I don't know if Seaburn's on this list actually, but um, uh, yeah, Port Byron is for St Andrews, where they have the golf. 
And then mm. Tynemouth, also in Tyne and Weir. I think, I think Witch are trying to be a bit clever. As soon as you said Port Mirren, I thought, well, I loved it there. I thought it was very picturesque. I thought it was one of the most incredible places I've been in the UK. But it's not, when I think Seaside Resort, it's not what, I, yeah, sure, there's sea and sand there, but it's not what I would refer to as a Seaside Resort. I think Witch it's, might be trying to be a bit clever. They haven't used the word resort. They've used the words towns, seaside okay. towns. Right. So they're okay. looking. They're not okay. just looking at the beach. Oh, they're okay. At the all right. Thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Shanklin, the town. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's not the best. Yeah. Well, there you go. I thought I'd bring that up. I thought. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Well done. Hey, Rad. Just before we go, I'll tell you. I was in there. Uh, there was a dog <laughs> chaos yesterday. I mean, there is most days. But I came in, and my wife was on the way out, and the dog just freaks out if you leave the room for like more yeah, than 30 said, seconds yeah. and I had to have a shower so I put her in her pen right and the right. whole time I was having this shower I could hear her going ape shit so when I came out of the shower I couldn't even wait for her to <laughs> I she was going so mad I thought I can't even get dressed with her still in this condition because she'll start howling and fucking off the neighbours and raggedy Ann will be round here right so I ran downstairs with a towel around my waist and lifted her out of the pen, thinking that she'd follow me upstairs. Um, and she did. And while I was getting dressed, she got the bath mat out of the bathroom and <laughs> she she tore it into about 100 shreds. Oh, and then man. distributed those shreds all over the staircase and landing, right? And then runs in... A- with one bit in her mouth, just grinning at me, as if, as if she, you know, when they think you're going to be proud of them. Look, Dad, yeah. I did what you wanted. I, did I it. tore up I the bath mat and threw it everywhere, just like you like. So I was like, no, bad. <laughs> and so then I got dressed, went oh. downstairs, right. And next thing I know, I turn my back in just for a moment. I open the back door, think maybe she'll just go and run around in the garden, leave me alone for a bit. I look round. She's got my daughter's cardigan. And she's dragged that into the garden and is just Fuck. chewing it outside the Vita Modular. So I go, no, cookie. And I run into the garden to try and stop her before she destroys this cardigan, which, by the way, is fairly new. And I knew my daughter would go mental at me if it got destroyed. Yeah. I slipped in dog shit on my way out the door. In my hurry, in my hurry to get to her, I didn't look where I was going. I slipped in dog shit, fell on my ass. <laughs> And now my really nice slippers, the ones I showed you the other day, got covered in dog shit. So I had to you, scrape you it off. The, you I wasn't still in the towel. That would have made it extra special. <laughs> um, but I was just in boxes and a t-shirt and slippers. Oh, okay. And I and went, slippers. as my mum would say, ass over tit. Ass over tit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, oh, well. that's the puppy life. Yeah. One day this this will be over and it'll settle down. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. maybe not I don't know it's looking like maybe not at the minute, mm. to be honest at the minute <laughs> expect to be inboxed by some dog behaviourists oh yeah the next be, few for days. sure yeah yeah uh, quickly some predictions fuck me uh, last weekend was wow. spot got three one nil predictions correct the cunt nine points I only got two points so there's just six points between us now it's very much back on. I've noticed you're not uh, even, you don't even consider it worth reporting on my points tally now. I was just going to mention there that you're 40 points off the top. but Did I get you know, anything last on, weekend? There were some very unpredictable score lines last weekend, was, wasn't there? You got you got three. Um, so, you know, here we go then. Uh, Southampton versus Fulham. Uh, 
Two all. I'm tempted to just predict one nil for everything now. Just get across the line, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, Southampton versus Fulham. I mean, Southampton are gone, aren't they? I'm going to go two nil to Fulham. Manchester United versus Wolves. Um, I will say one nil for this one. To Manchester I'll say, United. Uh, two one. Two one to Manchester United, I guess. Yeah. Brentford versus West Ham Sunday. I'm going to say Brentford 1, West Ham 2. Okay. I'm going to go for 1-1. One, um, one, one. Excited about the semi-final, is it, tonight? I'm off European tonight semi-final. to the European semi-final. Yeah. High hopes that they will... Well, I know I there know. will be fire because they West Ham always splash out on some of those fire, fire jets for the European yeah. night. So I'm Good really stuff. looking forward to it. It's very warm. It's nice to go on a warm night to the football, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and then next one, Sunderland versus Luton, uh, Saturday five thirty. Oh, the um, semi! I, so I have to take my sunglasses to this, I think, because when the sun will be in the sky at five thirty on Saturday night, wow. it'll be pointing directly at me where put, I sit. Put, so put some cream on. Yeah, uh, I think this will be one-one. I'm gonna say two-one, Sunderland. Thank you very much. And finally, Chelsea versus Nottingham Forest, Frank Lampard's Tory Chelsea, of course. Managed to get a win at last last weekend. That's nice. Forest, uh, I think. I think it'll be Chelsea nil. Forest two. <laughs> I think Chelsea will win this. I think they'll win it two one. I think they're they're on track kind of now. All right, that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else we need to mention. No. Um, we'll be back after the weekend. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.